Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Versatility in Relationships. And Before I get into the message today, I want to encourage you. I want to remind you there's nobody like you. There's nobody who can say it like you. Nobody has the unique gift mix experience that you have. Your current challenge is not just about you. It's about people you're going to influence. And here's a key that I'm going to get into, I believe, in a future podcast. Experiencing the love of God in your worst moments. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Experiencing and tasting the love of God in that moment is a key for you to overcome that thing. And that's a word for somebody today. Thanks again for listening. Let's get into this topic of versatility in relationships. Now, I used to only be able to thrive in relationships with people who were just like me. (laughs) I liked the me I saw in them. And when I got married to my wife, Wendy, things changed dramatically. Lord, I do not understand this woman. She is very different from me in how she thinks and acts. And here, here's my plan. Here was my plan. I didn't write it down. It was my subconscious plan to have relationship with her. I tried to make her more like me. I got frustrated when I did not understand why she was doing certain things. I would distance my heart from her when she disappointed me. And I would try to motivate her with words birthed out of frustration or anger. Now, let me uh, let me say those again. And she would do this to me also, by the way. So, I mean, we both under we both were frustrated with each other. We both didn't feel like we were thriving. We both thought the other person was the problem. Here's here's that my plan was to try to make her more like me (laughs) By the way, empowering leaders, I wrote the book, The Culture of Empowerment. I'm not looking for cookie cutter people to be just like me. I value, I understand there's different giftings, there's different assignments, different callings. And I give people basic core values, basic belief systems to help them move forward. But I'm also seeking to really understand people and to be a student of people. So I tried to make her more like me. I would get frustrated when I did not understand why she was doing certain things. And the Lord basically said, your your frustration is a bigger problem than what you're frustrated about. And I'll say that to you today. Your frustration in relationships, whether it's family, whether it's a coworker, whether it's something else, that in itself is a bigger problem. Because if we can get to the root of why we're frustrated, why we feel like a victim, you know, and understand what God's doing in us connected to that frustration, we'll often have an understanding of our season of what the Lord's doing. Because we don't have a ministry or we don't have influence because we have a message. We have influence because we have a life. And what's what's happening in us is more important than what's happening through us. Then I would distance my heart from her when she disappointed me. And that's a tendency that we all need to overcome. 
And I think just recognizing that tendency, I want to distance my heart. And certainly we need good boundaries and relationships, but we don't want walls. And if we have the tendency of just withdrawing our hearts from people who disappoint us rather than moving towards people, then that's where we're going. We can't take that with us. And then I would try to motivate her with words birthed out of frustration or anger. And a lot of that had to do with my own frustration and anger. And, you know, the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I didn't love myself very much, didn't like myself very much. And, you know, it's very difficult to have healthy relationships if we don't like or love ourselves. <laughs> and so, but that thing of, of trying to motivate her out of frustration or anger. By the way, I'm, I'm hearing somebody who, you're, this is resonating. I'm hearing that somebody this is resonating with that God is going to give you a key to overcoming frustration and anger. Certainly some of the things I'm saying here are going to help, but you're going to get much more. And you are going to have a great influence in freeing people from anger. You're going to understand anger. The Bible says, uh, be angry and sin not. Angry in its, anger in itself is not uh, a negative emotion all the time. You're going to get revelation on that. You're going to free people from negative anger by helping them get angry at the right thing. So those, those were not working. Our relational methods did not work. But we didn't know it, but we were being set up for becoming more versatile in how we did relationships. And I love the word versatile. It means capable of doing many things competently. One of my favorite declarations is, I will thrive no matter what happens. That's, that's the power declaration of versatility. But it's not only circumstantially, it's relationally that that applies to. Now, the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 9, verses 19 to 23, he says some very powerful things. He says, For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew that I might win Jews. To those who are under the law as under the law that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ. That I might win those who are without law. To the weak, listen to this, to the weak I became as weak that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may be partaker of it with you. That's 1 Corinthians 9, 19 to 23. Now from this portion of scripture, we learn from Paul four things I want to mention. One, he committed himself to be a servant to the dreams of very different groups of people. Secondly, this serving is focused on winning more people to Christ. Thirdly, like a missionary, he determines to understand the culture and thinking of different types of people he interacts with. And lastly, from this understanding, he adapts his behavior and vocabulary to increase the likelihood of a good connection with them. 
So he, he committed himself to be a servant to the dreams of very different groups of people. This serving is focused on winning more people to Christ. Like a missionary, he determines to understand the culture and thinking of the different types of people he interacts with. And from this understanding, he adapts his behavior and vocabulary to increase the likelihood of a good connection with them. And so we learn from Paul that we first seek to understand before we seek to be understood. If we're going to influence culture, we must understand the culture we are trying to influence. It will not work for us to simply say, they are wrong and I am right, and because of that, I'm going to label them as evil and disengage from them. (laughs) This is not the way of love or wisdom. But one, one might say, if our goal is to win a person to ourselves so we can win them to a goal in our relationship, although it's a very good one to win them to Christ, isn't this just a form of relational manipulation? Yes, it could be if we care more for our goal than we care for the person. Let me say that again because that's a powerful thing. It could be manipulation if we care more for our goal than we do for the person. I do not believe Paul would applaud us if we did not genuinely care for people, but were using a formula to influence them. Remember, people do not care what you know until they know how much you care. People do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. So here's some practical steps we can take to increase our influence by becoming more versatile in our relationships. Again, this is whether trying to understand our teenager, understand our five-year-old, understanding uh, the opposite gender, understanding uh, people from a different political party than we are, understanding people who have different doctrinal beliefs than we do, etc. Here's some practical Resist putting negative labels on people or people groups. Secondly, everywhere possible, ask people for their story so you really understand them. Third, study the different people groups you want to influence. Study them. Understand them. Fourthly, pursue relationship with people who are different from you. Fifthly, be bold in seeking to win them to the Lord, but don't see them as an object to be won, but as a person to be loved. And lastly, find the man of peace or the woman of peace in every people group you want to influence, as Jesus instructed his disciples as he sent them out in Luke 10, verse 6. Find the man of peace. This is the person or persons who are responding to your message and want to help you influence that people group. There's there's much division manifesting in the world, but we will be peacemakers and influencers as we embrace Paul's mindset for versatility in relationships. And I just say thank you, Lord, for our versatility here. Thank you that the belief that we can thrive in relationships with all types of people groups, that belief in itself, and just the love of God in our hearts for every person, because God loves every person, regardless of what they're doing. When we were sinners, Christ died for us. And so we we soften our hearts today to those in relationships that we're frustrated with, that we disagree with, 
Thank you, Father, for softening our hearts, helping us understand them, helping us know that how we can become as them and truly then connect with them. And we're going to win some in those groups that we would never have won before because we didn't believe we were versatile enough to reach those. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. Steve Backlin here, blessing you. Thanks for being a part of our Igniting Hope family. If these messages bless you, tell others about them. These podcasts, you can find us at ignitinghope.com. We've got a lot of online things. I'm recording this at the end of May 2020. We've got some powerful things coming up, some uh, online events. If you like these and you want to go deeper and specifically, then make sure you sign up for our newsletter there and check out what we're doing. And you can find us also on Igniting Hope Facebook. I'm pretty much every morning in this season at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time. I'm doing a uh, Facebook Live on Igniting Hope Facebook. You can find us also on Instagram, Igniting Hope. And I want to remind you, there's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And I want to remind you that the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to become radically joyful. <laughs> we either, we're frustrated with ourselves, disappointed with ourselves, people, circumstance, we're, we're the media news, the uncertainty for the future, whatever it is. To, you know, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. You know, you need the joy of the Lord today. A merry heart is good like medicine. And the Lord is building your joy muscle today. And this is a day to rejoice. And you say, well, how can I rejoice? First, be thankful. Psalm 100 says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. The, in his presence is fullness of joy, it says in Psalm 1611. So the moment we become thankful, and then we start praising God. Then we enter his presence and the joy will get activated in our lives. Thanks so much again for listening to this podcast. Steve Backlin again here. I'm looking forward to having you with me again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.